two, one. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to an Welcome. emergency episode of Nothing to Do Podcast. I'm emergency, your host, Jeremy. but the same time of the week. What's the up? Same time of the week. I'm What's doing. Up? Yeah, man. I had to call. So I had to uh, get a lot more stuff off my chest. A lot of this happened uh, this week, following last week's episode, following the event that happened uh, in the last three months with regards to police brutality. Um, Michael, how you doing today? I am just fine, bro. Just I can't fine. complain. Nope. Right. Fucking same old shit for me, man. Different day, right? Different fucking day. But the bat phone was ringing all <laughs> weekend. Right. And it seemed like you had a lot to get off of your chest today. Yes. A lot. A lot. A lot. Um, And I'm going to try my best to stay as composed as possible. Uh, Telling my story. Telling this story. Um... But yeah, so you know, I took this week um, as a week uh, of reflection with what's been going on. As we all should. As we all should be. Um, obviously, we know that none of these, you know, whether it's George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, et cetera, et cetera, these are, none of these are isolated incidents. Uh, there is a bigger force at play here uh, when we when we look at these incidents. And um, I, uh, this is the first time in my life I have uh, been vocal on my stance on all of this when it comes to systemic racism. I kind of opened that with uh, the intro to last week's uh, episode of the podcast um, in terms of the words that I spoke on the George Floyd event or incident. You didn't even stop there. I seen this week you made a playlist too. Oh yeah, I've, that, I've, that I've seemed been doing like what that I can. didn't. That was not something that you put together in ten minutes. That that was something that I more or less put together in ten minutes. Was it? That's why that's why it was so short, and I did want to say it was collaborative because those are all songs that I've actually that I actually listened to, yeah. except for like um, "Fuck Donald Trump" and "Fuck Donald Trump" too. Um, but yeah, I, I did. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. I did uh, make a "Fuck the Police" playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, Just so when- as a as a point of personal protest, I'll get into to you know into that later. Uh, what I want to talk about and kind of what triggered uh, this podcast, because we were supposed to come in recording on a completely different topic. So uh, Yeah, we preferenced last week. With yeah. This week was going to be a special episode. I guess this is a special this episode. Is, I guess, it's, yeah. not, it's not what we intended it, right. thought it was going to be, but right here we are. Um, so, yeah, I had a very, very long discussion with a very close friend of mine. Mm. Um, this What I'll say about this friend is that he's a man in uniform. Um, not military, but he's a man in uniform and we'll leave it at that. Um, he's been a man in uniform for, uh, you know, the last seven, six years or so. And, um, we've had, I think a hand at most, maybe three, four, maybe five conversations total, uh, regarding systemic racism, regarding, you know, police br- brutality. Um, and usually the way those conversations have ended in the past always is just sort of an agree to disagree. Um, he, and this is oversimplifying his point of view and I, and I don't want to, um, I don't want to, to shed him in a bad light and make him look bad. We're all flawed. We all have our biases and this is a learning process. Um, but at the end of the day, his sentiment is sort of leans towards that all lives matter sentiment. Um, I, I stopped having this conversation with him after a while because I could never find the words, uh, to make him understand or to help him understand better. Um, I know my, uh, my friend Manny and Dennis, so shout out to them too. I, uh, had this conversation with him, um, when I was still living in New York at some point last year, which I was hoping for at one point in my life because those two, um, are so good with their words when it comes to this topic and breaking it down. Um, so I was glad that I had a conversation, but that still didn't really have any effect or any change in his overall stance. Um, so come this week, George Floyd happens. Um, I'm pretty vocal about my stance um, in terms of how I feel about it uh, and with my close ones, with my close friends. And this particular friend of mine, we spoke for about three and a half hours about it. Um, and to be honest, the discussion... Um, I could have handled better. 
this person is so close to me that he is he most of the times is really good. Not not that he does it intentionally, but he's really good at getting me out of pocket and 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 getting my um emotions so uh you yeah. know riled up mm-hmm. and we got into it about it back and forth. I'm not going to go into the details of the argument at the end of the day. He was still trying to figure out the words uh to say how he felt but without offending and when it came down to it you know, we didn't come to an agreement. It got to a point where I asked him a question specifically about what he thinks about these incidents, and a lot of his, um, a lot of his rhetoric, uh, his rhetoric is always, uh, yeah, I think police brutality is bad, blah blah blah. And the scenario that I pointed out to him is that, you know, do you feel that you need to actually see the video to make an informed opinion about these incidents? And his answer was always the same. It was, it was, I can't make an informed opinion. Until I watched the video. And what I was trying to convey to him was that if you really are on my side, like you say, or on our side, and you really do understand the sentiment behind everything that's going on and why I'm saying what I'm saying, then you wouldn't feel the need to, um, you know, to f- that you have to watch the video, right? Anyways, uh, tempers ended up flaring up and he. You know, he snapped at me. He came at my life. He came at my upbringing. Um, he came at my credibility as a black man in this country. He came at um, uh, my validity as a black Dominican man in this country. Um, for whatever reason he thinks that may be, a lot of it has to do with my socioeconomic upbringing. Uh, maybe, you know, my, my, my skin pigment, whatever it may be. I'll dive into that later as well. Um, so that happened. He snapped at me and I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I know my friend's temperament. Um, he was really hot. Maybe he said a lot of stuff that he didn't mean at the time. So, okay. When we left it at there, uh, we both cooled off his friend who's a black African American in this country, um, comes over later, you know, we have a fire in the evening. Uh, you know, discussions, you know, topics. We start talking about little stuff here and there. I can tell that they want to kind of revisit this topic now that this other friend is here. Mm. Um, and um, I wanted my best to, to to talk about it and approach the conversation again. Um, gently. With, gently, right. Gently. Gently. Very gently. Um, and unfortunately, what broke my heart is that his African-American friend shared more or less the same sentiments uh, that my friend in uniform shares. Um, And even worse, he was very quick to victimize George Floyd in this incident, in this incident, uh, immediately reacting to it and his feelings being, why was he still there? They called the cops on him. He tried to pay with the counterfeit bill. And I told him, I was like, yo, but that could literally be you, right? And he, and he took that as disrespect to be associated uh, with him, with George Floyd. Um, he, yeah, he, was, I, he, would, he said he would never find himself in that situation. How does he know that, though? How does he know that he could never find himself in that situation? I, How? Yeah, I don't know. Is he a fucking that he, that is he, he a messiah? Right. He knows the future? He knows right. what that police officer is thinking in his head, so right. he knows how to defuse the situation no matter right. what it is? Right. Um, so what you call idiots and, yeah, and I mean, not, I'm sorry to it, tell you It wasn't even only that response But the energy behind that response The way he felt disrespected It broke my heart Because And this isn't me trying to sound like condescending Like I know more than him About his experiences Because I, I can't speak to anybody's personal experiences about this But I can speak um, About my experiences as a black man in general In this country and I don't know how you feel about me speaking like that, Michael, but I will get into that uh, later as well. Uh, but yeah, the conversation was to be had. And then, and then the man in uniform, my friend in uniform, basically doubled down on his sentiment on how he felt about me because of what his friend was saying as well. Mm. Um, and I took that as now, disrespect now this, on so now many... Now this person, now this person, like, where, where did, where, like, he talks about your upbringing or, like, your economic, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, upbringing with your family. But how was his? Isn't his kind of similar? 
In yeah, a way? More, more in a way, more or less, right? It is more or less, more or less. Nah, no, he did, no, he, uh, uh, he, yes, he, yes, it is. It uh, is. Let me see. Uh, let me think about. Yes, it is. So uh, it is. But Michael, so what, but but that that's 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 taken so, away from the point I'm trying so, to make. Okay, no, but this is the point I'm trying okay, to make. Okay, okay, continue. Go, so go what? Ahead. So what is so? So he has no say in this matter, neither. Then right, he can't he can't put right because so in his ideology, right, he can't even he can't say nothing either, right? Right. Because of the way he brought up, right? Right. And my friend, so he, my shouldn't, guy, he God, shouldn't say anything any, to no one, too, right? Right, right, exactly. And that's how he, does that, is that how he feels? Like he's just going to keep so, all his emotions? Right, let me continue. He doesn't my friend in uniform, he is a black Dominican man. He identifies as a black Dominican man. He identified as a black Dominican man uh, in the three-hour three conversation we had prior to his friend showing up later that evening. And then? And then I asked him. He said, one, that it was disrespectful for me to call myself black in front of his other African-American friend, that, I'm disres- that I don't know anything about his struggle, his experiences, you know, whatever, yada, whatever, yada, yada, yada. yada, yada. yada. Mm. And so I asked him, I said, yo, would you call yourself black in front of him? And he said, and he was very, he basically said no. Mm. He said no. He would think, and I said that, well, the fact that you think that, Shows that you don't know what this term blackness means, um, that you're so struggling, the, that, the you, Dominican- that you're that you're struggling with your with your own identity, with your own black identity, with your with your own blackness. Um, and I can't, you know, you I can only I to you know take a step back because at the end of the day, everybody is on their own journey. As Nipsey said, I can bring you to the water. I can't make you drink it. And um and yeah and that kind of ended that night that that that's that um that discussion ended that evening it was hot whatever went to bed I woke up I was chilling I was watching that show Black as Fuck which is actually really funny uh the ne- the new Netflix one yeah yeah with yeah, the, with watch. the guy that makes uh, all the blackish you yeah, know yeah. blackish universe yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it's actually fucking hilarious yeah I haven't seen it yet. watch when you get a chance anyways and then he comes up and he tries to you know my friend in uniform we speak again that morning. And he, um, you know, he tries to apologize, but without any, you know, without doing any research, without, you know, without like taking back, you know, it was almost like he came to apologize so he could kind of reignite the argument and make his point. And he just started making more and more, you know, very problematic points and the conversation, um, you know, taking it into that rhetoric that's been so problematic for so long, which is. You know, uh, not all cops are bad. Uh, you saying this, Jeremy, is just promoting more hatred and more divide. This, that, and third. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I told him, I was like, you know what? I, I approached that conversation the day before as if me and you had some similar, uh, you know, the similar understanding, the similar background of knowledge surrounding this topic because you said you did. Clearly you didn't. So go watch this documentary, 13th, just to start. Just because so just so you can get a basic understanding of the history of this country when it comes to race uh, and the police and the system. Um, and, yeah, that really hurt that 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 really hurt me on so many levels. Now, um, were you hurt more because of I mean, well, you already know what his views was. because This isn't the first time you had conversations with him. Now, are you upset more because because, yeah, you're highly upset, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is it more because they came at you of like who you are and like. Thus, like, like saying, like, your opinions don't matter. Or are you more mad at the fact that they're not? I don't, I don't want to say on the opposite side of Chiron, but they're not trying to see things how it is. I don't, I don't want to even say how you see it, how no, the world is like they just don't. They don't. Some people are just not going to see it. You know that, right? Some people are just yeah. in their sheltered little bubble. Like, it don't right. matter if they're black. They're Spanish. They're it don't matter. Some people are just stuck in their ways, bro. Like you just can't. I mean, right? Um, what what upset the, me? The, the African American friend that he got to. I would love for him to like, like, like put those put those opinions out in a public in a public platform. I want to see how that that works out for him. Right. I really do. Like. Right. Um, what I'll say about it, and which is what I'm gonna get into because, you know, following, I'm prefacing, uh, this podcast with this story. So, cause to tell you my story, my and my journey, and accepting myself as a black man and my my validity and my credibility, credibility, mm. because the way they came at me is the shit that I've been struggling with my entire life, my entire life, and it 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 really wasn't until like this year, end of last year, 
where I finally, you know, found the, like, was able to accept myself, um, my background, what I came from. Like, accept yourself as what? As a... As just, like, as a valid person, as a valid black human being, black Dominican man in this country. And I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm going to get into the term blackness and how we're using it right now. Because, one, like I said, for, for a lot of us I could throw, especially as Dominicans now, it's getting trendy to, to remind our, our older generation that we're black too, right? That we're black and we, we got to remember yes. that. But, but I mean, because the older generation does have a racist, uh, racist type of mentality, right? And, and for a, a lot of reasons, which I will also get into. I literally, I'm gonna have to just read stuff because I literally, like, bro, I was writing on my phone. I basically wrote like a paper on this yesterday for like I was on my phone just writing on my notes for like three hours. Um, so, um, yeah, where was I? I'm sorry. <laughs> was I just saying? Was my last thought? Yes. <laughs> he said uh, yes um no so basically no so i wasn't upset that he uh what upset me wasn't that i felt discredited because at this point i know who i am yeah um what upset and me you the don't mo- care about no one's right. little opinion right good right um what upset me the most is that because of that comment it just shows me that you don't know what black that he didn't know what blackness means that you don't know about this stuff and that when you say stuff like that, you don't realize how much you disrespect yourself and your people when you say stuff like that. Like, incredibly disrespectful. And they took the disrespect when we first had these discussions personally, like, is a personal affront. Um, when I was trying to convey to them that these initial reactions about victim blaming and these constant biases that only hurt the conversation, hurt what we're trying to do moving forward, um, is like it's it's terrible, and yeah. So um, let me let me let me go into to to this to this blackness shit right now. Right, I want to explain that how the term black is used, at least with regard to like the new world, and this is so much deeper than that. I don't know. I don't know how the far back this term blackness and just the. The, the concept of blackness in general goes in history, but I'm speaking in terms of the new world. So everybody listening to my millions of followers had to get that off for this week. Um, if your ancestors come from the mass fucking genocide at the hands of, you know, the new world shit that happened, you are black in this country. Doesn't matter how light your skin is. I'm going to have to read this. Just, so everyone's who's ancestors ancestry comes from the victims of the genocide and slavery from white men is black even if your complexion is light enough to quote-unquote pass here in america you have to always keep in mind that your skin may be light because of what our ancestors suffered always the black experience here in the u.s is predominantly an african-american experience right us as latinos and latinas we come from a different land yet with this with with we come from a land with a different yet incredibly harmful black experience. And now me speaking as a black Dominican man, our people and me included, because I had a conversation about this with my boy. We often associate and oversimplify our black experience and our racist experience with the Trujillo era. Right. Mm-hmm. And in reality, it is so much deeper and nastier than just the Trujillo era. And unfortunately, the Trujillo era ended up being the worst possible outcome of everything that came before it, right? And now, continuing on to, like, what it means to be black, depending on, soci- like, depending on your socioeconomic status, your skin complexion, etc., us non-African-American blacks, like us Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, have, a, because of, you know, skin color, you know, your economic upbringing, we more or less have a similar experience to the black African-American experience here in America, but it will never be the same. And that point, and, and, and that's because they can't shed that. Because at the end of the day, like, there's, there's a, a community of like Cubans and Puerto Ricans and like other Hispanics in the country that feel privileged enough that they can vote for Trump because they have money, all this stuff. They, can, they consider themselves like white. And they're accepted by the white community because of that, because because they've been here so long generationally and they shed that. But like black African-Americans 
they can't do that. Like they can't shed that blackness, no matter how much money they make, no matter you know, no matter how good their upbringing is from generation to generation. At the end of the day, they'll always be a black person, considered a black person in this country. Now, for again, whoever's listening, um, if there's something problematic about that, or if I oversimplified anything, please check me, hit me up. I want to know more. But yeah, that being said, blackness is not defined is not defined by how light your skin may be. Blackness is not defined by your socioeconomic status growing up. The black struggle is significantly deeper and way more complicated than just being the victim of like overt acts of racism and profiling and growing up in poverty, right? All black people here in America live through some form of black struggle. That being said, it is always important to recognize the differences in severity with regards to black struggle and always recognize whatever privileges you may have growing up that other black people may not have had. Like myself, for example. I'm, I'm totally aware of my privileges growing up the way I grew up, right? And, the, and the, what, what's the most problematic about the classic narrative of equating blackness and the black struggle to just living in poverty and like experiencing overt acts of racism is actually super detri- detrimental to the change that we're trying to make. Because it just keeps pushing that wet agenda mm-hmm. that we already see in the in the media about us, right? And it causes resentment internally between us as black people, between all different types of black people. Ultimately, that is rooted in like this fucking deep ass, nasty ass cycle of self hatred, which is why I say it breaks my heart when my friend in uniform felt like uh, he says what he needs to say. Why his African American friend said what he felt the way he felt, because there, there's so much there's so much shit wrong with that that they don't even realize that like and you can't even be mad at you can only feel sorry for them you can only love them even if they don't love themselves all you can do is love them and fight for them. Yo, my my person now I want to go into like my personal black struggle right. I've always struggled with my cultural and my racial identity growing up in this country because I grew up in a very close traditional extended Dominican family, right? However, socioeconomically, when it comes to how much money my parents made, my immediate family, my mom and dad grew up a lot better, actually a lot better than the majority of my aunts, my uncles, my cousins. You know, I had a two, I lived in a two-parent household. I went to independent private school in my life, right? I grew up around rich white kids my entire life. But until I was about 16, I never hung out with those friends, right? I would spend 40 hours a week at school, with my white friends, and then I would spend everything after that chilling with my cousins and stuff like that, you know. But and and because of that, you know, I've always felt deep down, this is like this is my problem that my family never saw me as valid because I grew up with more money. I used to always feel like they resented me on some level, and I, and then and then that's on my family side. And then when I go to school, you know, I'm just like the token POC kid, right? That what? kid. POC, well. yeah, but like person of color. I'm the token black Got kid, it. right? Now, in your family, have you did they ever like you like uh, going back to that last statement? Did they ever make you feel like have, was there ever comments for you to be like, oh, they're hating on me because I got money? Yeah, now, I mean, all the time. Whether I not all the time, and it was never overt. A lot of time, it was just like subtle stuff, mm. and I'll, and then a lot of time, it was just kind of like the energy I felt. Like I don't have any specific incidents just cuz like it's just it just blends together it's just like that that was my feelings. But yeah for the, the honestly like in terms of what I can remember this was the first time that like in terms of the conversation that I had with with my friend in uniform like for for him to personally go at me like that on that level, right? Um I want to I want to note that I don't really think there's no one in your family that really really struggled like that. Period. I just want to put that out there. Struggle like what? Like, like, like major struggle. Like, is there somebody in your family that you can be like, yo, they were, they were like, they came from the bottom, bottom, uh, down and out. Like in terms of just poverty, you mean? Yes, poverty. Uh, yes. Yeah. No. Not none. Really. No. No. Absolutely none. Not for the. I like most. to repeat that again. None. Right. But like I said, that does not equate to to, to no, being don't. black, it right? Don't, it don't. But th- don't don't bring that up though. Right. Right. Why, why are we even bringing that up? Right. Why is that part of the conversation then? Right, because because that's a that's a big mis- misconception in general here in America in terms of like equating e- equating blackness. No, no, no to, but I'm to just saying like 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 for them to like for them this I just like I don't I don't know. 
All right, let, yeah. let me continue so we can kind of unpack this more, right? Yeah. You know, at school, I always felt like the token kid, right? Yeah, go and, ahead. And because of all of that stuff I just said before, it manifested a lot of identity issues with me, a lot of self-esteem issues with me. Mm. Again, that was rooted in, like, self-hatred. Obviously, at the time, I was completely unaware of what the actual problem was. And like I said, it basically took my entire life to come to terms with who I am and to love myself, which is why I finally feel comfortable being vocal about everything that's going on without feeling like a fraud. Um, but yeah, man, bro, this self like this self hate shit is that shit is deep. That shit is deep, bro. That shit is so deep. And for us and for people to say to claim just because you didn't come from poverty doesn't make you black or you can, I can't feel you on your level is is so harmful when and you don't realize it when you say it because on top of that self hatred I'm always aware of the severity of my shit right I'll never compare my like my struggle to somebody else's struggle my journey to somebody else's journey my experiences to somebody else's experience that being said you cannot say that I cannot relate with you on any level on how it means or what it means to be black, yo. You know, we come from a family who's a product of the Trujillo era, even after what I said. But, like, yo, Trujillo was, was assassinated in 61. My dad was born in 67 or 68. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shit. You want some examples of who I was before, like, in my lifetime? In terms of, like, that part, like I, me not liking myself, me not liking who I was, me thinking that I was white, me thinking that I might have been better, they might like that that was my struggle. That that was my like my ignorance. That was like me that was my own product of being of being a part of this of of this fucking of this system we live in, right? Yo, I remember that in 2003 Thanksgiving I wanted to blow dry my hair cuz I think I didn't even know like I had kinky hair like that or like mm. I had like my grew fro. Mm. I wanted to blow dry my hair cuz so I wanted so, so I can be flat and long. Yeah, 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 like yeah. my boy like my friend Zach. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Under, not understanding, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to when I in high school growing up, we used to have yeah. color like you needed a perm for that. Right, 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 right. I yo, they, we used to um within the like the circle of like independent private schools like the five or six out here in Rhode Island and like the greater New England area. They do students, students of color conferences for weekends. It's like these overnight little conferences where it's just like all the students of color from these private schools go uh, and just get, they have way, a retreat. Way, Be- way to fill us, uh, make <laughs> us feel fucking accepted. <laughs> right. Let's take, let's take all of the people of color that are already feeling awkward. Uh-huh. Let's put them in a camp together. No, but make like, feel, he put, but, but I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't understand how important that was at the time. Was it important? Yeah, because it's just like when you, when you. When you're such, gonna a, when you you're such a big minority in those demographics yeah. in those schools, yeah, yeah. it's like you don't have any. So it's just like having that for a weekend and having like people to relate to those experiences is actually I, so much I more important. I was just gonna ask you that. Do, do you know anybody that you can relate to in a sense of like they grew up kind of wet? No, I, I like I don't want people listening to this that don't know us really to think like you're a millionaire. Like your family's not. They don't have millions. Like I mean, like they can no, think whatever they fuck. No, no. But I just want. Yeah. I want to put that. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. we're making it seem like you're super well off. Like right. You're well off comparably to a lot of us. Right. And we you talked I mean? about this in the last episode. I was like, yeah, but compared to me, yeah. my 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 white friends are rich. Yeah, rich. Right. Rich. Anyways. So students got, bro, the one I only went to that student student of color conference it, one year. But and that whole time, I remember, bro, I was just advocating for the fact that white people should be allowed in this conference, right? Because I felt like I was alienating my own white friends. Because like at school, like my group of best friends were all white. So the whole con- the whole time you were there, you were you were like like why aren't my friend why can't I bring my friends here? It's like why aren't white people allowed here? All this shit, blah blah blah, just like that same rhetoric of like how old were you at the time? Racism. I was like eighteen. I was Damn 18. It, you were 18? Yeah. You still thinking like yes, that? Yes, bro. That sucks. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you, bro. That's yeah. right. That's like that's that subtle self-hate shit, right? Yeah. There's so many countless and countless times I stepped out of myself and who I was to be liked by my white peers, yo. There was one time when I think I was probably like 13 or 14. When it was like when you know, you know Vernice, right? Yes. Yo, Vernice, Natalie brought Vernice to my house, and at one point I lost my phone. And my first initial reaction... You looked at her? I, I thought she stole my phone. Uh, that was my initial reaction, bro. It's all right. Right? Yeah, it's no. Right. It, it is... Like, yeah, exactly. As long as you... like, That's what I'm trying to... Like, yo, it's, the fact that, like, I even... 
in in New York, my my first job, bro, I I became pretty good friends with like these two Trump supporters who were openly Trump supporters. And the fact that I that I continued not only to be friends with them because I'm not saying because I'm not saying that they treated me me personally badly, but like the fact that I never like I was too scared to have a conversation or say anything about that, like that's a form of like self hatred, like. Like, I wanted to be accepted so bad by these people that I just kind of put that to the back just because they treated me nicely. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I used to accessorize my own cousins that used to be gang-affiliated in front of my white friends to make myself look cool. I think, uh, yeah, that, everyone does that, though. Yeah, but, like, but that's fuck. But, like, that's, that's, like, that's excessive. Yeah, even like, if it's not your white friends, everyone likes to brag about their cousin that's in a gang. Just, uh, <laughs> right, right, right. some cool points. Right, but for... You're not the only one that did that. Right, right, right. No, of course, but, like... Take that off the list. Yeah, eh, but you no. get... But that is also fucking... That, like, is it in... No, it's called being a... called being a child. <laughs> that's <laughs> called being not, a child. That, that has nothing to do with that. Uh, whatever, okay. right? But, yeah, yo, it's stuff like that. And it's, it's very painful revisiting... Like going whatever point in you're at in your life and revisiting all that shit and knowing where that comes from. And like the fact that even our family, yo, our family, like the 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 self hatred and racism in our family, the fact that we can't accept any anybody in our family until they like until like they they like I guess quote unquote make something of themselves. They like you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of our 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 family members used to be whether 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 it's gang affiliated whether they were fucking drug dealers whatever it was, mm. like our family shunned those people until they until they got out or whatever it was and like had got a quote unquote real job and got a house and they never accept yo yo it's like it's that shit it's the fact that fucking my dad still feels like he needs to straighten his hair mm. to feel to feel like himself. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit is sad, bro. I don't even know the shit my dad, like, struggles with internally when it comes to the shit he grew up with in DR got, as a product of the I got a story. I think I shared it with you with me and your mom before, how she said something to me one time in the backyard, and I was just like, hmm, that's not, that's can, pretty odd. Can you share it with me? You want to share it? You want me to share it right now? I don't know if you want to. I mean, I can say about you can edit me it out. No, it's about, about your mom. What your mom said to me in your backyard one time. About you? No, no. You can say whatever you want. Yes. Yeah, okay. Whatever. So I asked. Uh, we was vibing. I don't know. I was definitely one of the first, not first times, but like early, early when I used to first started coming around. And uh, who hit me? I think Bert. I don't know if you ever met Bert. You know my. I know you. I think I met him a couple. Like I, tall, I don't tall, know. I never Dominican really chopped cat. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cool that, cat. Whatever. Yeah. So he hits me on. He hits me on the phone. Like, yo, I'm, I ain't doing shit. What's up? Let me slide through. And I was like, all right. Let me ask. Let me ask the owners of the house. So I go to your mom. Your mom's first question was, um, has he ever been to jail? <laughs> Yo. And then I looked at her and yeah. I said, nah, forget it. I'm right, on, right, on, right. That's fine. Yo, it's shit like so then, that. And in my head, I'm just like, there's mad family members here that's been to jail. Like, right? yeah, yo, and brothers, like, yeah, yo. Supported you during college. Like, I know the stories, woman. Like, what? I'm but right. I don't know. I was like, right, but but it's not my household, and I was just like, ah, right, okay, right. done. I, you see how? But you see how I like that right. shit don't phase me. Like I just be like, okay, I know now where you stand, and that's it. Right. Point, point noted. And, and everything's a growth process though, because I had I I talked to my mom on Saturday after that shit with, that went down with Steven, bro, and mm. er, it's all like a growth growing process because my mom is quote unquote woke as fuck now. Is and she? she? And she's still growing about this shit. Yeah, like, and she's still growing. And her, you know, cause you know Jesse, cousin Je- Jesse Melly, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you know Jesse, like also like, is on sort of like it shares the same sentiment that I, my mom shares, and a lot of that obviously comes from my education, like, and recognizing my own privilege, but it's just like yeah, but like you can, it's okay to have those biases because it it's so fu- like this shit is so deep rooted that we don't realize it, and never, that's what I'm trying to change. I'm trying to say have- that we're trying to change the conversation around all of this shit because that's even, how that's how it starts. I've never even had that conversation with my mom about why, like, it's obviously, I don't want, she feels some sort of way about darker skinned people. I think. Right. For sure. Especially she when definitely I was, does. Your especially mom's Dominican, right? Of course. Oh, yeah, oh, yo, too. Of course she so does. So it's like, it's like, especially when I was growing up, all my friends were black, like literally all of them. So I think it was just at a point that she was just like, okay, this isn't going to change. I see where I live. Like we live here <laughs> right, in the right, south right, side right. of Providence. Like, my son is going out and he's chilling with a bunch of dudes all the time. Like, I mean, what? Wasn't no Dominicans around? I know that. I mean, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
and that. But to, my, those, to for, some of my friends, it was very obvious that she didn't shit like. Like even though it wasn't obvious to me at that time, to them it was like it was like, well, yeah, your mom don't like us yet, son. Like I just thought she didn't like anybody, but um, I I figured that out real fast when the first time I brought a Dominican girl home. That's when I figured <laughs> out. I figured out I was like, oh, light skin and dark skin Dominican. She was light skin. Uh -huh. She was light skin, and I've never seen my mom so proper in my fucking <laughs> life. In my life. In my life. Oh, like usually, shit. like she won't even like. Like I, I slide him through the back door, try to get him through the room and shit. Like she, she'll give him a stank face. Like she looked at her, and she was like, "Oh my God, what's your name? You're, she's, you're so pretty." Started playing with her right. hair. I'm just like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> right, 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 right. This is not, this is not fucking typical protocol. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. What are we doing here? Yo? I was right, like, "Oh, yo. I get it." Yo, but what I'm the trying to say, Spanish chick, is everything that I went through, and I know whoever's listening. What whatever, however you define yourself as black, you know I know you can relate to my to my experience on some level, yo. And that's also a level of struggle is because you have to learn how to you love yourself. That way of thinking, that way of thinking is what is what is what sparks the, that feud between my my friend and my uniform. Like that's the last thing that that we should be telling each other as black men, as black people, as black Dominican people in this country. Is that you're not black? You're not black, but I am. Or this person's black, yeah, you're and you're not, not. You're not black enough. At the to, end of the day, to, to I, have I those conversations. I personally, on an everyday basis, like I don't identify. Like, oh, I'm black. Yeah, I'm black. Like, what in these conversations when it matters, I talk about it, and I talk about what it means, and I talk about it what it means to me, and I talk about why I identify that way. That being said, I do know the context of the word black in this country on an everyday basis, and for me to just like for me to approach it like as a as if I was a, an African-American and dark-skinned would just kind of seem um, like out of, like I'm out of touch or like I'm out, you know, out of, like so I'm, so that's why, you know, with depending on the context, like I don't, I'm, I'm Dominican, but like when we're having these types of conversations, I want to make it known that I'm black. I'm a black Dominican. You know what I'm saying? And that I can feel that, that because I don't, just because like I wasn't beaten like within an inch of my life by the police, that I can't fucking feel for you, that I can't fight for you, or you shouldn't feel like you couldn't, you can't fight for your brothers and sisters, your black brothers and sisters, because you may have had a, you know, not as of a severe a black experience as you know one of your other friends or other black people in this world. Because at the end of the day, even with my, the, the my African American friend who I brought up earlier, like, yeah, your life was probably kind of hard. Like, I can't touch that. But like, people, if you want to go by that. There's people with harder lives than you. So what? Does that mean you're not valid compared to them? Exactly. That's my whole. You that was my whole point in the beginning. It's like so. Just because it depends on the level of struggle. If you have the a voice in this, yeah, like, yo. And if anything, if you're privileged like me, and you recognize this stuff, you have even more of a responsibility to speak out. And being and being being uninformed is not an excuse anymore, yo. It is not an excuse anymore because all you gotta do is pick up your phone. All you gotta do is ask somebody for some resources, yo. You know what I'm saying? And like, so yeah, and honestly, my last year, my last year and a half, you know, going like after I graduated college. I wonder, I wonder how, I wonder how, uh, how, uh, guy in uniform, I wonder how he feels about, uh, did you see, uh, uh, Providence police pulled out guns on a, oh on yeah, a that's how, that's how we started the conversation. Oh, oh that's, yeah. That's how, so I how did he feel about that though? He said it was fucked up. So what, what, I don't understand right. where, where his whole thing, his whole idea was he he in his mind so, kind so, of okay, I, so, I think at least I think okay is what it seemed like if and if you have this conversation with him this. is that he treats all these things as isolated incidents. When my when my when the sentiment is that these aren't you why, know what I'm saying? Okay, so why why did why did homie have guns put out on him when he was <laughs> in uniform in front of the station? Right. Why? I mean I mean Fucked up. let's go back to the to the African American do you know why he was there? Yeah, let's ask why. Let's go. Let's let's break it down. Why was he there? Huh? Maybe because he fucking works there, right? Right. So why did he get guns drawn on him? And he has the nerve to say that it would it could never happen to him. I'm sorry. That's a fucking idiot. I'm sorry to tell you, bro. Like I really I don't like I I don't I just can't stomach stupid stupid shit like that. Like who who are you to say like that would never happen to me? Right. Like like what are you talking about? And it's not and it's like yo, what sucks is that like. I, that's that's that was my raw emotion when when you when he said that. But when you take a step back and you take a breath and you think about everything, it's just like you really just can't help 
to feel bad that he's like, and that's why nah, people nah, say that's why bad. that that's why people say that the fucking North is low key more racist in the South because at least in the South they're loud about it. They they want to make they 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 want to make it known that they don't fuck with us. Mm-hmm. But here they make you feel like they fuck with you and like you belong. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. You have a, a fucking a, a brother of ours to, for him to that that reaction like that. That shit is so crazy and so deeply rooted in so much fucked up shit that I'm st- still learning about to myself, which is why I bought that book about Trujillo, so I can learn about like the black experience in, in the Dominican Republic and how, it, you know what I'm saying? And yo, like, because after I graduated college, when I moved to New York, like when it comes to my, my mentality around this, for the most part, my shit was quote unquote woke. And my biggest struggle was just like uh, I hate, I my hate the word woke. I know, me too. I I, I me shit. too. But for I for hate. all intents you know and purposes, told, you know you said uh, uh, I I need to get centered or something that fucking triggered the shit out of me. Yeah, don't use words like center with me. Center like no. center what? What you mean? I don't know. He was like he was like I I I've been out of. You said he was like I yeah. Don't I lie. said this week. I said this week. I have I've been dedicating a lot of my energy to what's been going <sighs> around in the world, and but like I know that next week I want to recenter myself. Yeah, because I'm trying to focus on some shit. You know what I'm saying? I we had big plans for today in this episode, and not including this, I was really excited Just to use record other that words episode. and like recentered or like all these like I don't know. Bro, these, I use what, are, I use whatever. these are words that trigger the shit <laughs> out of me, bro. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> all yeah, right. I don't I don't want like are you in a Zen state right now. You like I mean, I'm trying like, to be. Okay, I'm trying. I'm okay. trying my best. That's the thing, bro. I work on this every day, and it's like I mean, what I'm trying to tell you is that want, like just because just because I feel comfortable. Having this conversation with you now is like, I'm not just, it's not like, all right, I'm on the other side. I understand. No, bro. This shit, loving yourself and learning about yourself is like a daily fucking practice. And you have to practice that every day. And you have to be conscious of that every day, yo. Because this shit hurts. And my last, my last, it took that last year and a half to New York to everything to like blow up in my life and with inside me to actually, to get here, yo. Yo, because honestly, like going, like, Going into my second job in New York, right, I had this, like, such false sense of confidence in myself, stemming from, like, oh, I'm going to start making money now. I'm working, you know, I have my career. and I'm in corporate America. I'm chilling, bro. I'm doing all this shit around white people. I started dating, you know, this this beautiful Puerto, Rique, Puerto Rican woman. Like, she made me so happy. And, like, yo, what was crazy about that, too, is that the way that relationship ended it's I still think about that. It still breaks my heart, yo. Cause my point too is is that this self hatred, if we don't fix it, if we don't work on fixing it every day, it just destroys. It destroys relationships, yo. But yeah, yo. I, I don't know what your thoughts are are on all that. It's a lot. It is a lot. And and obviously, and even w- with ourselves, like and with our family, yo, be like there's still like a lot of issues. Not just with race and like the history of our country and our people, but like shit with like masculinity and fucking sexism and homophobia shit that we deal with and shit like that too plays a lot into it. But it it, it it's all like connected. But yo, we gotta we gotta start like we we gotta start. And this healing process is such a is a very painful experience. It's a painful ass journey. But like we gotta talk about it as a family, as a people, in order to heal, yo. Because there's still people in our family that, that we have that we bear so much resentment to, yo. And like my question is like how how close to home does it have to hit for us? You know? It's not all just about immigration issues when it come, when, when I'm talking about I'm, t- I'm talking about just Dominicans in general, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas forget that people in our family, like, yo, our, our tío Jesus got fucking beaten half to fucking death by the cops because they raided him and they didn't find shit and they were frustrated, so they just fucking beat the shit out of him. Or that all my basically all my mom's brothers can't come back in this country, you know what I'm saying? So for people to say that that I can't relate to you and the black experience and the black struggle, you don't even know what you're saying when you say that, and you hurt me and you hurt yourself when you say that shit. Yeah. You seem hurt, Jeremy. I'm hurt, not not on like a personal level. No, you you. But you, just hurt. Yeah, yeah, this is this is trying, bro. This has been an emotional week for me, dog. I watched that, that documentary 13th again just to refresh myself on all that shit. I watched it twice this week, and both times I cried, especially after having that conversation with, with my African-American friend who I, was, who, talk, who I mentioned earlier, yo. That shit is fucking sad. 
And for people who still like, and to all my white, I want to thank everybody who's been so supportive, yo. All my, all like, all my white friends know what the fuck is good with this shit, yo. And that's why they, they like, that's why I fuck with them, right? That's that's why I fuck with them. And I texted them and let them know, my boy Manny. I had to call him after I talked to Steven and let him know how much I appreciate him. And that no matter what, that even when I wasn't loving myself, you know, that he loved me and everybody, all my friends loving my, like, even my, like, obviously I want to thank my parents too, but like, like, yo, I, I just want to thank everybody who supported me and who fucking loved me when I wasn't loving myself, yo, you know? And I just want to know, I just want y'all to know I love y'all too. And this doesn't have to be, this doesn't have to, like, this is a painful experience in your journey. You do it when you, when you feel ready to do it. Just know, like, if y'all, if you ever need somebody to talk to, I'm here, but, like, I can't, nobody else can open your eyes for you. You have to do that yourself. You have to do that digging yourself. You have to do that learning about our history yourself. We have to start somewhere, though, because that mentality that my friend in uniform has and his African-American friend, that shit is so detrimental and that shit is so sad and is so deeply rooted in so much fucked up shit. Do you think that their opinions will ever change, though? So, I mean, if shit well, like this happens and, I, they, and, and they, I, they still, like, not... No, so so saying everything I just said, my friend in uniform, we spoke again this morning, and he watched... Thir- I told him to watch 13th, and he watched 13th, and he came, and he tried to apologize again, and I and and I appreciated that more, and, he, and the way he verbalized, and he was like, you're right, all this stuff. But I do want to remind that person that if you are listening, I do appreciate you, and this is how it starts. But just know that this journey is a long and painful one and that just just because you're starting it now, it's just like remember that like it, it is a lot deeper. And now that just because you watch one documentary, like it's not like, you know what I'm saying? You have you. Yeah, the homework's not yeah, done. Yeah, the homework's not done. You have to check your biases. You have to check how you react to every situation regarding race now and things like that. And, it, and you have to look within yourself. You have to lay it on the line like I just did right now. Just told you about my life and all the fucked up white fucking reverse racism bullshit that I thought was going on in my head. So fucked, yo. It's fucked to think like that. It's fucked. And and that thinking is divisive as fuck within the black community. I like it. I'm 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 happy you came in here and you uh you laid it all out on the line like that. But yeah, and I you and I appreciate you too. Cause I I know that even in your head maybe at some points you you maybe thought those same sentiments that that come from them and whatever conversation we may have had in the however many years that we've known each other Michael, just even reactionary I'm not I'm not even saying that you have or have I I, I think it's it's okay if you do, I'm saying that right now but I do appreciate that you've never like taken that out on me in any way why would I why would I take it out on you because of the way you grew up like what no, it, no I mean? but I know I understand I just, I just want to say I appreciate that you, like you're conscious enough to, to, to recognize that and that takes that takes a lot of work yo I and like well thank you I appreciate that yeah. even though I don't I don't I still don't <laughs> understand what you're saying but it's fine yeah I did that and yes thank yeah. you are welcome <laughs> uh, um association breeds similarities too I like to say that I would like I would like to point that I'm out. I'm fucking sweating right now. I'm out of shit in this fucking studio. Association breeds similarities. When you're around a lot of people that think a certain way, um, I feel like you start thinking a certain way. Yeah. You know? Especially with like uh work environments, yep. shit like that. You're around these people a lot. Yeah. You know, and their opinions can sway you because you hear it. You get jaded. Definitely. You get fucking jaded. I mean, I you gotta understand, like, especially like I mean 40 hour work week you you sleep eight hours a day you're with these people more than your family yeah you, you see them you see them a lot you know what i mean yeah so, uh i i think that has a lot to do with that uh our friend in uniform uh, yeah I think, I think he even he said it himself even like he's he tr- when he tried to double down before he watched that documentary he was like he's like yo my i'm like i identify really big with my uniform like it's, it's a big part of my identity and i told him i was like you chose that though like you chose that. It's tough. It's tough not to get wrapped into that. But like, if you're conscious enough, you 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 need to understand that you chose to identify as as your uniform. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're a teacher doesn't mean your life is devoted as like an educator. You don't have to define yourself as an educator. And you know what I'm saying? 
I was thinking the other day, I was like, yo, where's the construction workers' lives matter flag? Right, right. That's what I want. Because I, I think statistically, we probably die on the job more than a firefighter would. Or like, statistically, I think I think that's so. So then I'm looking at these flags all the time on these bumper stickers and shit. I'm like, yo, where's, where's, my, where's my flag at? I want a flag. <laughs> flag. Am I hitting on your flag? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, I and that being said, and, I, and, mm-hmm. and now I'm speaking to uh, all my white friends who haven't really been vocal at all about what's going on. Um, it's it's a little sad. I don't and I don't necessarily blame you, but I I I, 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 I want you guys, I want you guys to to not be afraid. To, to like to whatever seem racist seem biased. Did to you hurt see the nobody. alley donuts uh, controversy? Yeah, they, they stopped they stopped giving discounts to cops and now motherfuckers going bananas. They went bananas on the comments. Yeah. And, then, and but they they pulled back though. The Alley's donuts. Day. Yeah yeah yeah. They, they had, pulled back on that they discount. They apologized. Shit? The Get next the fuck day. out of here. You didn't see they, they folded. Of course they folded. They folded. You can't. Of course they folded. That's what I'm Stand your fucking ground, yo. Don't people, fucking fold, bro. Enough people bro. said, yo, this ain't yeah, this ain't your battle. Don't fucking. fold. It was a, the, the comments was heavy. So the, all my black people com- out there, dog, don't fold with this shit. So so I don't care who you, I don't care how many relationships you hurt because because you stand up for what you believe in, what's right. That's the painful part about this shit. That's part of the pain in this journey is removing the, those those toxic relationships in your in your thing and helping those friends kind of come to where you're at and come to an understanding, yo. That's what we need is fucking allies and shit. I just don't understand how many how many um. How many justice warriors we need in at least donuts comments? Right, like that. <laughs> Yo, is that really real. the spot where we really need to take this? But but Facts. you see, you see a lot of white people on Rhode Island with a lot of heart on that comment section because talking about <laughs> right. talking about North Kingston cops protect us. You lost business with generations of <laughs> the Moriarty's. The Moriarty, you said the Moriarty. Like, the fuck, I, I don't give a fuck about your fucking business, dog. This is a donut. You want it or not, dog? Right. Like, I don't want like. There's a lot of white people out there, bro. That that uh, they they'll they'll fight over donuts. Fuck, like like <laughs> mine. Like, they'll they're, fight over donuts. <laughs> they're ready to go off over these donuts, cuz. Son, oh my god, dog. It's, it's real. This yo. shit is real. And even yo, I want to say this too, yo. Even in my upbringing, to any of my family or friends, if I ever made you feel less than, if I ever if I ever made you feel like dumb or shitty or whatever it was. Because maybe you you thought that I thought that I was better than you because of my upbringing and my education. I'm so sorry. That was never my intention. I never I never want to bring you guys down. All right. I, I'm sorry. Just know that. Like I, if if there's ever a time where you where you think I made you feel stupid or whatever it was, like that was not my intention. And I'm sorry I made you feel that way. But just know it's not my intention, yo. And like we gotta we all gotta fight for each other. We all gotta love each other, even if we don't love ourselves. Always remember that, yo. And I'm still learning to love myself to this day. I'm not, again, I'm not over here acting like I got the answer, though. I'm, I'm, we gotta figure this shit out every fucking day as black people because this shit is so deep that it's gonna take our lives, and then it's gonna take Kenny's generation too to work on that shit too. So you made a statement earlier about uh, you can bring them to the water, you can't make them drink it, right? Right. So I, like I said, I grew up with all, all black friends, right? Right. And now. I don't. I don't really. I haven't talked. Man, I talked to probably a couple of them, like here and there, which is sad. It's super sad, right? Mm. But the problem is that, like, like my old friends are still stuck on that time, and I couldn't be stuck on that time with them anymore. Like, right. you know what I mean? And I tried to bring them to the water. I literally, like, was like pointing them in the right direction of y'all go over here. Let's, right. Let's, I mean, let's get this money. You don't have to be out here no more. It's, yeah, it but sucks. You, it's a helpless feeling. It is a helpless, a helpless feeling. feeling. And it sucks, bro. Like one of my friends, Frizz, <clears throat> in and out of jail all his life. He's probably seen three summers all his life. He's older than me. He's like 30 something, bro. The last time he went to jail, like I talked to him the day before. And I and I and he was like delivering donuts or something from Dunkin'. This is not coincidence. He's delivering donuts for Dunkin' Donuts in the morning and shit. And I mm-hmm. asked him, "Man, what's up with your job, bro? How's everything?" He said, ah, "Which I already knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. Back to selling drugs. Mm-hmm. I already knew." And, and and like at that point, I'm sitting there like in my head, I'm like, like I should give him a speech. I should sit there and tell him like, "Yo, bro, chill. You don't got But I let him be. And the next day, he went to jail, and I cried because I was like, "Yo, I didn't, I didn't do enough. Like, like I feel like." I'm not doing 
my part enough to stop my friends from going to jail or putting themselves in a predicament to go to jail. Like we, they feel like, you know, we didn't have. There's no other options if you didn't like if you graduated high school, right? If you graduated, because a lot of a lot of people I didn't even do that. You ain't go to college. Like, what's your options? What's your options to get a like, you know, to sustain a nice right, middle class you living? You in school? If you're no, no, no college. No college in the hood. Yeah. It's not happening for you. College is not happening for you. It's not happening. Right. What's what's your options? What's our options? Becoming a cop. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know, bro. That, yeah, bro. It's it's tough. It's yo, like I said. A lot of my boys, man, in and out of jail their whole life, man, and that shit is sad. Like, like it's sad to me, yeah, man. Because even when they come out, they're in the trap. It's literally called the trap. You can't get a job. You have a felony. No one's gonna give you a job. The job that you are gonna get is gonna pay you chump change. And you just came out from a. You just went in making thousands of dollars a day in your pocket. Right. What the fuck do you look like doing that? Going to fucking selling what? You crazy? Twelve dollars an hour? That don't make no sense. Right. You can't even live with that. You can't make a living with that. You know what I mean? So it's just like and the prison system is so. I mean, like you. Yeah, bro, you can speak firsthand to the prison talk, system. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, so that's cool. But, that's fine. But but let's talk about let's talk about the prison system as in as in when crack when crack came out right. Everybody's going to jail. Crackheads is going to jail. Yep. Oh, crackheads is definitely going to jail. They were in jail. Yeah. Right. Heroin's big now. Fentanyl's big now. Yep. Where's these users at? They're sending them to rehabs. They're not getting no time. These white boys is getting caught with bags of heroin on them, and the judge is looking at them and giving them fucking rehab. They're not even going to jail. These crackheads is going. They were in jail, which bro. is what pri- or which is what prison or whatever or punishment should be. Yo, it should be a rehabilitation. Not a fucking punishment like that. Because these motherfuckers come out the system but, and they're broken, But the problem bro. is that Billy's grandma, she's connected and she got money. Right, right. So he's yep. not going to jail. Yep. He's not going to jail. You know who I was always jealous of? I was jealous of the white boys that was drug dealing that I knew. Yeah. <laughs> that's very... Because one, one, right? You blend in. You blend in and phenomenally... You're not getting pulled over, not getting racially profiled ever, right? Uh-huh. Ever, ever. Two, all the people that you was hitting off, you know all of them. That's your boy's aunt and uncle, and they treating you like family. I'm just like, I used to be sitting here like, yo, you boys are fucking, what? Nah, this that's trapping privilege right there, bro. Right. Trust me, and I've seen that at least three. I, everybody <laughs> that's- say trapping privilege. I'm telling you, everybody that, that's hustled, they have that one friend that was, that, that was white, and they wasn't, and pfft, bro- Making a killing. Right. Making a killing. Because they blend in. And we stick out like a fucking store thumb. It's fucked. Yeah. Again, yo, if y'all, if y'all feel like you still can't talk about this, you feel like you don't know enough. I said it last week, yo. But I will say just, just to learn the history of this country and systemic racism in this country again, go watch that documentary 13th on Netflix. And then after that, to see it in application, go watch the CP5 documentary, the Central Park 5 documentary, and tell me that shit won't break your motherfucking heart. Yo, I couldn't get past the first episode. I thought you were just about to say CB4. You ever watched CB4? No, it's CB4. It's a parody movie like Chris Rock is in it. It was a parody on uh, NWA, but they're CB4 though. Right. And then, and then if you want, and then if you want to get even and even more depth on like what the Black African American experience is like here in the U.S., go read Malcolm X's uh, autobiography. Go read that shit. Don't watch the movie. Go read that shit. Okay. To start, to start, to my Black Dominicans, my Black Latinos, find somebody, find somebody who can give you resources about where you come from. You know, I just bought this book on Trujillo called "The Death of a Dicta- Death of the Dictator." I'm reading it now. I'm learning my. I'm learning now. I got checked this week on on the the narrative around Trujillo and how fucked up that is because we relegate all our racism and all that shit just to him. But there's so much fucked up shit, like I said earlier in this podcast in this episode, that came before him. That he was the worst. He was the result of that. And and our and unfortunately our parents and our grandparents lived had to live to. Through the Trujillo era because of everything before that. So learn yourself on that too. That's what I'm currently doing right now. Is I'm still constantly trying to educate myself on our history. But yeah, yo, this this cycle of pain, it gotta stop and it starts with ourselves, yo. It starts with our families. It starts with healing ourselves. It starts with knowing ourselves. On that level, I love it. Yeah. Um, 
on that note, I think I'm all worn out in terms of the energy I wanted to give into this topic. <laughs> Michael, you have anything else to say? You want to keep uh, this going? on this topic? No, no, no. I I, 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 th- I, th- I want to keep it on this. So yeah, if, if yeah. we got nothing else, and I think that's that's the episode for today. Oh, you yeah, we're gonna keep it on this. Yeah, we're just keeping it on this, and yeah. I mean, I, 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 that's what I mean. Is there anything else you want to get into? Or? Um. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this is a heavy, heavy, yeah, man, heavy that, podcast. I don't know if the transition of getting a little lighter, if that's something that we really even want to do or not. Exactly. So I think we'll leave it at that. Hopefully, our little special episode that we were talking tomorrow? about will, uh, will come. Well, hopefully, I think I want to record it tomorrow. Yeah. So I hope I will release. You know, stay tuned with that. Uh, hopefully, I'll release that later this week. Uh, this episode is coming out today. I'm not waiting till tomorrow. It's coming out as soon as I get home and edit it. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if there was anything else that happened this week that I wanted to touch on anyways. Right. But um, I'm glad you came in here and I'm glad you shared that with us. I'm glad. I know that took a lot out of you. Yeah. And I know you didn't want to do that. No. And uh, that right there shows a lot, bro. No bullshit. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I love you. I love everybody. I, I love, love everybody, everybody out there. You Just heard? Remember that. Just remember that. Everybody stay safe. And um, we're going to catch y'all next week. Ah, you dirtbags. Peace. Peace.